0: Karis McCollum. Welcome to our first episode of Papa, I Have a Question, where I get to sit down with my dad and ask him some theological questions. So here we go. Papa, I have a question.
1: Okay, what is it?
0: All right. So um, in your recent monthly message, in the August monthly message, you talked about um, the Thessalonians and you talked about um, how suffering or how persecution, the word you used was persecution, how persecution is actually an evidence of grace, Mm. which is a little hard to hear. I mean, it's good news, but it's a little hard to hear. Um, and as I was listening, I was thinking about, okay, so is suffering the same thing as persecution for Christians? When we, we hear the word persecution, I think of someone who is proclaiming the gospel, standing up on stage and preaching, and is dragged off to prison. I don't think about the hard things in my life. Mm -hmm. So is persecution the same thing as suffering?
1: Well, uh, in the uh, monthly message, uh, and I recommend everybody uh, watch that listen to that. It was so good. Uh, We're talking about the Thessalonians. Paul had been in Thessalonica with his two friends. Paul and Silas—I mean, uh, Silas and Timothy—and uh, they had preached the gospel just three weeks. Actually, they only had three weeks before they got run out of town. <laughs> but it had taken it had taken in the hearts of the people, and they were they were changed so much so that their reputation had reached all over Greece. It reached all over the whole area because they had been radically changed by this gospel that they had preached. And um, they were being persecuted by the Jews who did not believe this message, primarily. And uh, so Paul writes back to them and says, hey, you guys got the real thing. And the fact that you're being persecuted means that you have the real thing because you are reflecting the light of the gospel, the light of the God who is now living in you. And as you reflect that, people are gonna respond to you the same way they respond to, to him. So uh, so they, they, he was saying rejoice that when you get persecuted because it shows that you got a hold of the gospel here. You know, you're not, you're not like the rest of everybody who's going, yes, whatever you want to believe is fine. So, uh, so in that way, persecution is, is an evidence of grace. But all, uh, all persecution is suffering, not all suffering is persecution. In one sense of the word. Okay, so, that's a
0: good distinction. Yeah,
1: so you, you can suffer uh, just by being stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you can suffer, you know, for environment for no cause, co- no no cause of your own. You know, you suffer because we can suffer because we live in a fallen world. But there's something unique about Christian suffering, and that is when we suffer, even when we're just suffering from the fallenness of of humanity, and we're, we're suffering from uh, creation and injustice and all the things that go on in a fallen world. We're always called by by God to be His representatives there, and so we're always being watched by everybody else. Going, okay, let's see how you guys, mm-hmm. how do you do it? You know, is there anything really different about you? Yeah. Yeah. Do, can you have peace when the whole world's going crazy? Do you, can you have patience when people are unbearable? Yeah. Uh, when when you've lost your child or your kid is on drugs or your wife has died uh, unexpectedly whatever, how are you going to respond? Yeah. and so the eyes are always on you and we have this this promise from God that he is with us at all times. He is living in us and he he never lets anything happen to us that is not for his good. He he can't God can't do something that's not good Ugh. because God is good.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. So if he were to do something that's not good, he wouldn't be God because God is good.
0: Even if it doesn't feel good to me in the moment. Yes.
1: And it may take a while for us to see. It may take
0: past a while. Past, <laughs> past a while. But yeah.
1: But, but God is always working, even through the fallenness of man and through the circumstances and through the what seems to be random, he is always working to uh, build our capacity for grace, our capacity for goodness, our capacity for his nature flowing out. He's always doing that. And uh, part part of the right response to that is, The patience of saying, okay, I know God is good and this feels really bad Mm -hmm. and I wish it didn't happen. Yeah. But because I know he's good, I am going to praise him and I'm going to move forward. And I refuse to go back into blaming myself, blaming others, being a victim. I choose to go forward. Yeah. And it, it, and in that way, even in the midst of just normal suffering, not persecution, in that way, we are displaying that we are children of light and not of darkness. Yeah, that's We're good. displaying that we have a quality of life that those who don't have Christ living in them don't have.
0: Yeah, that's good. So it's okay to acknowledge the pain, the disappointment, the all of those things. But if I start blaming myself or trying to assign some type of, of other motive. That's where we can get in that spiral of not understanding God's intervention. Yes. Yeah. I feel like when I was listening to it, there was, you, you said this line about if you are a believer, if you are a Christian called, you know, called according to his purpose, then your circumstances are your opportunities. You said it way better than I'm saying it, but what it did for me was it encouraged me that when I feel pain, when I feel the suffering just of this world, it's a reminder of who I am, of whose I am. It's like the pain of this world reminds me that I'm a child of God and that I have access to everything that he has. And so I can walk through it hopefully with dignity, but absolutely with grace, knowing that good will and can come from it, even if I don't see it in the moment. So yeah. it was like, okay, I need a, I need a paradigm shift. I need a reminder that when I feel this, it's a reminder of who I am.
1: Yeah. It also is a reminder that, um, that life is not about comfort and b- about me.
0: I don't, I don't like that part, though. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean who likes discomfort?
0: Exactly.
1: And probably the most discomforting thing is things happening to you you don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I can handle physical discomfort. Yeah. You know, to a degree. Yeah. I don't like it, but I can't. But it's when things are happening that I don't understand that contradict my concept of of how things ought to be. Right. Okay, so so I, I'm I'm a child of God. He ought to. Y'all, not let bad things happen to me.
0: Right, or so, tell you why they're happening. He should yeah, tell you if, why if they're bad, happening. Yeah, it's bad. He should tell me what, so why I they're can happening. get through it. Yeah.
1: And, and so, uh, what I have to understand as a Christian is that I've been called to be a demonstration of His grace, which means God is kind of obligated to let me experience lack and need so that He can give me supply. Because the reason I'm here is for him to glorify his grace.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, how's he going to glorify grace if I don't have a need for grace? How's he going to glorify, how's he going to express his mercy if I don't have a need for mercy? So God That's is good. obligated to lead me into those situations where I'm exposed for my lack. And in my lack, he gets to show his sufficiency and people get to see how good he is, not how great I am.
0: That's really good. So again, the gospel is good news. It's all it's always
1: the problem with the gospel is it's too good. Mm-hmm. It's just too good. And if 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 I start thinking that I got it figured out, uh I need to back off because it's too good. Once you see, as you see it, not just once, but as you see the Gospel, you're continually mystified. It can't be that good. Yeah, it's
0: so good. Thanks, Papa. Okay, thank you, baby.